You're listening to The Engine Room, the podcast by Midlands Connect, covering transport, investment, the economy, sustainability and more. In this episode, I speak to Tahida Jakob, Senior Rail Programme Manager at Midlands Connect, discussing how we can improve the Birmingham to Black Country to Shrewsbury rail line and the impact that this could have on the local community. Welcome Tahida and thanks for joining us today in the engine room. Why don't we start with you telling us a little bit more about yourself and your background, um, also your role as Senior Rail Programme Manager at Midlands Connect. Thank you, Stacey. Um, I joined Midlands Connect earlier this year as a senior rail program manager. But before that, I worked for the railway for over seven years in various operational roles from managing stations and conductors to leading on station enhancements with the Stations Alliance. Mm. Um, My role at Midlands Connect um, involves uh, managing a portfolio of schemes and projects in the West and East Midlands. And some are also cross-boundary projects. And these all fall in alignment with our uh, with Midlands Connect strategic transport plan. Um, I do a lot of regular engagement with uh, our stakeholders and work closely with our partners from local authorities, the DFT, local enterprise partnerships, um, network rail, train operators, and uh, other um, transport organizations to put together a business case and put it forward uh, like this project uh, and taking it through the relevant governance for um, approval, endorsement and also to get funding for it. Thanks, Tahida. It sounds like you have an extensive rail background, so I'm definitely the person for the job here. There's one project in your rail portfolio we're kind of keen to pick your brains on today, that being improvements to the Birmingham to Black Country to Shrewsbury rail line. Could you walk us through what these improvements involve? So um, the Shrewsbury, Wolverhampton, Black Country uh, to Birmingham uh, Journey Time Improvements Project is a very exciting short-term project that will bring about uh, various benefits to the West Midlands and also across the border into Wales uh, with the journey time savings that this project will uh, facilitate. Um, mm. And this means that we bring the line speed improvements uh, a lot, um, uh, as part of this project. And we're proposing that uh, we increase the speed from what is now across the line predominantly 70 miles per hour to yeah. 90 miles per hour. Um, this will involve only a very, very minimum infrastructure intervention, uh, which will include like track improvements, mm-hmm. uh, some signaling along the line, uh, but that will just amount to about 16 million pounds, which mm-hmm. seems a lot to the average person. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> but in railway terms, yeah. believe me, Stacey, this is a bargain. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Compared to some other projects, I can imagine it is. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we don't we don't foresee any um, associated operating costs with this project, which is which is great because mm-hmm. most projects uh, involve you know additional uh, resources being put 
onto it by train operators to uh, to to, um, to increase the service or but with this line speed improvements there isn't any operating costs and um, the economics are very sound as well uh, yeah. we have a, a benefit cost ratio of 16 for this which means that for every one pound that we invest Mm-hmm. We get sixteen pounds in investment in returns, wow. so it's it's a non-starter in terms of cost and economic returns, um, mm-hmm. with minimal risk and uh, virtually no disruption to the current service that we're provide mm-hmm. that's been provided on the route. Wow! Yeah, I mean, yeah, what <laughs> one pound invested for every six and to create kind of sixteen pounds worth of revenue is amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, thinking about kind of long term on on this rail route are there any kind of longer term plans so we've talked about kind of you know speeding up this rail route from 70 to 90 miles per hour which is amazing is there anything kind of that could that is in the pipeline for later on yes definitely we do have long-term plans uh, for this route as part of uh, a Midlands engine rail. We looked at two different packages. Package one involves the mm. uh, the line speed improvements and the journey time savings that, that yep. this project is talking about. And the longer term improvements in package two involve looking at electrifying the line. Currently, the line is is mm-hmm. running on diesel um, um, diesel trains. Uh, it's not electrified and increasing the number of services on the line as well, but this will only be made possible um, after HS2. Yeah, which I suppose brings me to my next question, uh, which is kind of thinking about, you know, all of the rail infrastructure projects that are happening across the UK, thinking about HS2. How does um, this rail improvement programme take HS2 into consideration? So with with the introduction of HS2, Stacey, these um, there is going to be some release capacity. That means yeah. it frees up some of the line and the congestion that's already on the line for additional services to be introduced. Yeah. Um, currently, we've only got three trains per hour on the route, um, and we the ambition is to increase that to four trains per hour after mm. HS2. Uh, and this can be made possible also with the electrification, electrification of the line or introducing um, an alternative to that, which is battery operated trains. So um, falling in line with some of the t- decarbonisation targets that we, we want. These plans could also introduce direct hourly services from Shrewsbury, yeah. Telford and Wellington to London. Yeah, which which I think would be amazing. Yeah. And, and, it would, and it potentially could double the services to Birmingham International. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which is great for kind of businesses and and locals alike. We've kind of I suppose touched on it a little bit, but we've mm. kind of talked about you know the route in general and and what we're doing to potentially improve this rail line. But what's the kind of thought process behind recommending these improvements? So so in terms of benefits to kind of locals and businesses. We obviously talked about you know one pound invested 16 pounds back to the economy is that is there any kind of other benefits what does that mean for the the everyday person so the the project itself will yield uh, socioeconomic benefits to the area on the corridor mm-hmm. um and, and it looks very promising um 
this rail line is the only line connecting the West Midlands to the towns of Telford, Shrewsbury, and also plays a role in bringing them together, especially with their catchment rural areas. Um, The services connect the West Midlands to Wales through mm-hmm. um, towns such as Rexworth, Aberystwyth, Mid Wales and the Marches Line and also from, from Shrewsbury to Crewe, Hereford and Carvet. So you can see the massive geography that this all integrates, yeah. um, providing the regional c- connectivity to isolated communities on the corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has also been mentioned in the Union Connectivity Review uh, as part of the union's um, transport infrastructure. So this Shrewsbury project is quite vital to the area. It, yeah. it also, it also um, there's also the I-54 business park in South Staffordshire uh, and other advanced you know, manufacturing clusters and businesses along the route that would benefit from better connectivity, speedier trains uh, mm. that could encourage people to come and work in the region and bring in more investment as well. As I mentioned, um, that there's also the, the leisure tourism that we, mm. we that is kind of thriving at the moment, even post-COVID, uh, with cultural attractions such as um, Iron Bridge Gorge. Yeah. That's a, a renowned UNESCO uh, heritage site uh, that, draws tourists to the route and and better connectivity can facilitate um, more tourists to the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think you can see, kind of, particularly from a business perspective and, and like you said, leisure, um, how this, you know, speedier routes could certainly um, encourage investment and, and also encourage more people onto the rail line and get out of their cars and get on the train, which is which is great news. Um, kind of then, in terms of local support, has there been much support locally for the project so far? We've had some very strong support, both locally and regionally, mm-hmm. for the project uh, with our stakeholders uh, from local authorities and MPs in particular. We've had uh, the MP for Shrewsbury, uh, Natchum Daniel Kaczynski, has been championing the project and lobbying yeah. for it in Parliament, as well as uh, Jane Stevenson's support. F- uh, she's the MP for Wolverhampton. And for Telford and Reckon, we've had Councillor Richard Overton's support as well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Midlands Connects recently run a, a, a survey with local businesses along the route and it showed very widespread local support, uh, showing mm-hmm. 86% of people in Shropshire backing the project and, and 60, yeah, it's amazing, 62% believing that the uh, changes uh, are an example of levelling up. This is also, uh, you know, in, in, in addition to the partners that we work with, you know, like West Midlands Rail Exec, uh, Birmingham City Council, Shropshire, Staffordshire County, Telford, Reckon, Wolverhampton, Network Rail, and some train operators, Transport for Wales, um, and mm-hmm. um, many other um, bodies that take it through the governance process to endorse it and approve it as well. Great to hear that there's been kind of lots of support locally for the project and and fingers crossed, let's get uh, shovels in ground in the ground soon and get it implemented. So last month, Midlands Connect submitted their uh, strategic outline business case on improving the, the rail route. Um, for those who might not understand kind of 
the background and how uh, rail improvement programs go from an idea to to happening in in, in person. Um, Tida, would you be able to kind of explain a little bit about what is the strategic outline business case and and where that sits in the pipeline of bringing the the kind of the improvement to life? Yes, Stacey. So um, we did submit, like you said, a strategic outline business case for Shrewsbury to the DFT. Um, and to explain what, what this is, uh, a business case goes through three stages of developing mm-hmm. um, and they follow the Green Book government guidelines for making uh, this into a sound strategic uh, um, case with um, economic context to support the mm-hmm. investment so the first stage is to put together uh, an SOBC, which is a strategic outline business case. And then that is submitted through mm-hmm. governance and then uh, approval to develop it further into a mm-hmm. much more detailed outline business case. Yeah. Um, and this goes into further detail of what what uh, what the procurement process looks like and what mm-hmm. uh, what the, the measures are needed for this business case or this project to be uh, implemented. Mm-hmm. And the next stage after that would be the full business case, which is the FBC, which is the delivery of the project itself. Yeah, so that that sounds really interesting. So it sounds like at the moment, Hida, we're currently at the what you might describe as kind of the nitty gritty stage where <laughs> it's fine, it's kind of finalising all of those uh, smaller details to make sure that it's it's feasible would that be kind of correct would you say so so currently um after submitting the uh, the the sobc we are still mm-hmm. um uh looking to um to develop it further but mm-hmm. first we're working very closely with network rail um yeah. to uh to develop the next steps for the obc which is the outline business case and to try yeah. to get some funding yeah. so um it is a very short term project uh that can be achieved very early and quickly depending on the funding for this of course mm-hmm. um we can get boots on the ground as early as spring 2025 uh, with very little disruption caused to the services on the line um, and um, get it up and running in service by um, by summer 2026. Yeah, that all sounds really exciting, Tita, and particularly thinking about how long rail infrastructure projects or even rail improvements can take to to happen kind of a turnaround for 2025 is is amazing um as kind of thinking then about rail in general uh kind of obviously updating our infrastructure and making sure that it 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 works for the public and for business um is really important so kind of with that in mind, how important is this particular scheme to Midlands Connect? And is there any kind of other interesting schemes that uh, we're also working on at this time? Yeah, so so as as I mentioned earlier, the Shrewsbury Corridor is part of six um, intensive growth corridors, um, yeah. which is part of the Midlands Connect strategic transport plan. And um, this project aims to address the objectives of this strategic transport plan and -hmm. respond to the grand challenges of fairer, greener and stronger, Mm -hmm. which are also in line with government policy. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it uses, um, you know, the transport infrastructure as a tool to spread uh, social mobility, productivity and leveling up. Um, It also aims to decarbonize transport. Um, We need to reach a a net of of, of a net zero uh, carbon emissions by 2050. Um, So the the strategic plan also behind uh, the, the project is to encourage transport use and reduce congestion um, Mm -hmm. in Shropshire and Telford uh, you know they they generate most of the carbon emissions from journeys over 10 miles in length by car so Mm -hmm. this is this is a way of encouraging people from shifting to car to rail and um, provide um, cleaner connectivity opportunities uh, by the aspiration of electrifying the line further down um, the line or using um, potentially battery operated trains um, and also helping the um, the air the the region itself uh, recover econ- economically from covid nineteen um, supporting job creation housing development and economic regeneration that are quite essential to to the um, prosperity of the region itself yeah yeah definitely and I think talking about prosperity like you said to me it all comes down to that um the one statistic that says that kind of um yeah one pound invested 16 pounds back and particularly thinking about you know cost of living crisis that that sounds like a fantastic kind of return on investment definitely i mean um we we projected that there would be over a million in terms of revenue projections yeah. by this project over a million pounds in terms of revenue projections uh which is um which is very positive mm-hmm. um and it's a short term quick win project uh, with very minimum um interruption or disruption and yeah. spend on it as well so um can be done in in a year and a half um and and up back in service very early on so it's a no-brainer for us to be supporting this project uh moving forward Uh, and i hope we get the support that we need and the funding yeah fingers crossed uh we hear some good news soon but but thank you tahida for for joining us thank you so much stacy for this and thank you for the opportunity that's all for today thanks for listening to the engine room Keep an eye on the Midlands Connect website for more new episodes.